Welcome to Pivot to Prosperity, the podcast to help you work less and make more money. Sponsored by Pivotal Real Estate Investments. We will show you how you can build wealth and income while improving communities through commercial real estate, like apartments, self-storage facilities, medical offices, and more without demanding much time. How's that sound? I am your host, Jenny Bowling, and I've been in real estate for 40 years, bought hundreds of properties for government and other clients. My fellow government workers and clients will likely find this very powerful information. When I learned how easy it is these days to own commercial property with all the tax benefits and wealth building attributes without the big money requirements, that was pivotal information that I am absolutely compelled to share. So every Tuesday at two, we will release a new episode showing how the industry operates, how we find the deals, package the information and offer it to our investors, and how so many investors are achieving goals of financial freedom and becoming more of who they want to be. We wanna help you work less and make more by pivoting to prosperity. Hello, hello there. Jenny Bowling here with Pivot to Prosperity, brought to you by Pivotal Real Estate Investments, where we help investors build wealth and income through commercial real estate that also improves communities. And today we have Jesse Tahilio. Did I say that right? Yes, that's close. Yep. <laughs> close. I should have <laughs> practiced first. I, I say this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming, though, Jesse. I would like to read your bio. You have quite the story, and I think this will help <clears throat> to make things a little more concise as we talk through here. Jesse is a paradigm of resilience and determination. As a motivational speaker, real estate investor, and the founder, CEO of all the Ajax, Ajax, <laughs> I want to say Ajax, Ajax. Companies, Jesse embodies the spirit of transforming his pain from profound adversity into profitable venture. His journey from bankruptcy and wrongful imprisonment to establishing an eight-figure real estate investment empire within five years is not just inspiring. It's a treatment to the power of a testament, I'm sorry, to the power of unwavering perseverance and self-belief. Speaking to crowds nationally, he shares insights on flipping pain to profit, embracing risks, and the importance of determination and persistence in overcoming life's hurdles. As a residential real estate and apartment investor, he has amassed over 788 doors in his rental portfolio with five, within five years worth over $100 million in market value and has been instrumental in purchasing close to 1,000 flips and rental properties since 2010. His journey from a net worth of zero to over 15 million in a span of five years is nothing short of remarkable. True, true. Jesse's expertise isn't just in building wealth, it's in sharing it. Through AJX Capital, he aids busy professionals in creating passive income via recession-resistant real estate investments. His approach is grounded in integrity, transparency, and a deep commitment to delivering value with every investment. His knowledge in funding, structuring deals, and project management makes him an invaluable partner. That's that's a great write-up there, Jesse. So Thank what you. were you thinking about as I was reading that? What what would you like to say beyond this here? You know, it, it just it just it's it's about sharing my story and and helping everyone realize that. You know, it's, it's, you just got to push yourself, persevere, right? Perseverance is, is, is huge. And I hear that in my life and that's, what's gotten me to where I'm at, right? It's about not giving up and really pushing forward, um, you know, to make sure you just hit your goals. 
And so you have kids. I've I've had the privilege of meeting your son. We were at an event here in, in Orlando not long ago. And um so yeah, tell us about your your family and, and how that all worked for the imprisonment part and all that is is crazy to come back from that so fast and to zero to fifteen million. Talk a little about that, would you? Yeah, like I mean, um just really I mean overall it was it was a it was a long journey, all right, and it was it was something that that kind of came um, un, unexpectedly, right? We had sold some properties in uh, two thousand eight, in two thousand twelve. They're knocking on my door, um, uh, arresting me, and pretty much letting us know that we had um, two properties that we had sold. A lender had uh, that had bought them. Um, he said he had some clients for them, and ended up being stolen identities, and we had no clue. But you know, he had asked me for help on renting them without me knowing, cause they were gonna do property management on them. And that's how they included me, um, kind of- Guilty by association, pretty much? A hundred percent. And that's what <laughs> it was, you know, and I was hope, you know, hopeful to kind of prove, prove that obviously we had no connection there cause they were doing it in other counties in California. Um, and then later we find out, you know, I, I hired an attorney, um, it was a friend of mine and he was there to, you know, hopefully help me out. And he said he was, he could prove my innocence, no problem that don't worry, you just keep working. Uh, long story short, kind of comes back and, you know, kind of pushes me into signing a plea because he said they were threatening to bring in some family members that were on, um, you know, the, owned the properties with me at the time before we sold them and, you know, said, but don't worry, well, you know, I'll, I'll prove your innocence. Long story short, get to the arraignment and the judge, uh, as much as he was like, questioning my decision to signing this plea, you know, looked at my attorney and he pretty much said, um, he nodded his head that yes, just keep moving forward. And I ended up, uh, he ended up sentencing me at that moment to five years in prison. Um, kind of caught us off guard. Didn't, didn't say goodbye to my kids. Didn't say goodbye to you know, my wife. Didn't put any personal things in order. And, um, we ended up finding out a couple months later that, that this attorney was, was actually money laundering for the Mexican mafia. Um, and he got arrested and he ended up going to federal prison for five years. This is all during the time that he was supposed to be working on my case. So, put a lot of trust in him and we ended up getting duped. So kind of ended up going to prison um, for, for, for not the right reasons, you know, um, kind of scared me into it. And uh, he never proved my innocence to anyone. So, um, you know, I came out and, and pushed and I, and I guess my story is, is kind of like how we mentioned, right. I came back and I pushed myself to make sure that my kids and my family and my wife would never be um, in a situation that we were in, like just of un, unexpected, you know, uh, not having any, any money. Right. So I, I went all out and I persevered and I just came back with the vengeance and I worked really hard. And within five years, I took us from uh, pretty much broke to $15 million net worth. And uh, a lot of it was, was, was buying rentals, right. Buying things that, that I can, uh, uh, that I really just believe in focused in. And my goal right now is showing my kids. So my kids actually go with me to events and they're actually learning the business whether they end up doing it, not sure, but at least they know how to do it, right? That's it's. The, I believe in passive income, how important it is, and if I can teach them that, that's kind of my goal. I mean, they're fourteen and fifteen years old, and um, and they're they're learning how to underwrite apartments. So I'm a I'm a proud dad for sure. For sure, yes, yes. Your son is a good kid. I can vouch for that for sure. Thank you. Um, so and another thing is you didn't let an injustice define you. You rose 100%. above. You you were able to not only um, find 
power when you were down, but you didn't let it define you. So that's, that's huge. And um, surely it's a lesson for your kids as well. Um, so as you got started, I, I believe that was with flips and whatnot. Were you, were you, when you say you, with vengeance, were you working with wholesalers? Were you finding these deals yourself or, or what, what, were you just um super good at flipping and and making money on the on the investment part of it there yeah i mean we i mean all of the above we 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 worked with wholesalers we worked with real estate agents i mean i made sure you know there's i don't believe it or not i i didn't use any marketing money like my only marketing was my time um that's it's it's really about your time and your your relationships and your word like I would go out there and I just started meeting with wholesalers and agents. I would be upfront with them where we're at in the beginning. And we went from, you know, from zero properties to almost 80 flips here in San Diego alone um, within, within almost within two years. So we were, we were going pretty fast. Again, I was so hungry and determined to to succeed that I, I kind of, I, I say the saying, right. On, about determination, determination doesn't ask for permission. You just got to go do it. So it's, it's, it's not asking permission or anyone of, of how to get there. Right. It's just getting it done and, and realizing your goal and, and making sure you get there. And you're in San Diego. I am in San Diego based out of San Diego, but we're actually in five markets um, for flipping and then buying on uh, Sunbelt States throughout the United States. That's great. Yeah. And, but now San Diego is not a cheap place to be playing. That's where you started though, right? That's correct. So what's, what's the typical price you were paying when you got started do you know roughly do you remember oh i remember i remember back in the day high-end homes um before the crash were six to eight hundred thousand now that's entry-level pricing in san diego so you know kind of interesting I, to see the growth <clears throat> i do have a brother and nieces there <laughs> yeah. i love san diego <laughs> anyway um very good well so and now you said you are scaling into apartments as well or you are not scaling you already have you're into several apartments go ahead and talk about your first apartment purchase yeah well the first one actually was here was here in san diego i kind of wanted to get my feet wet and it was a 23 unit um bought about about uh just just right around 2.6 um million i believe is what we paid for it and you know, we worked it, we had, we, we owned it for about, gosh, really close to about five years. We just sold it this last year, actually. And, uh, and, um, definitely went full cycle on it and I loved it. I mean, it was, it was just showed me the, the power, how powerful it is to have all units in one spot and, you know, building the teams around it and, and having great property management, um, to help you kind of get to your goal on that side. So that was the first one. And then we just kept growing into more and more. And we have about 580 at the moment. That's terrific. <clears throat> now that first one, did you do syndication or was that just a joint venture? I heard you say you brought in a team. You made it created. Yeah, no, and more team, like just of of when I say team, it could be just obviously from the contractors to the property management, um, everything, right? Everything that 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 it takes to get it to take a stabilized moment. Um, no, but we bought that, we bought that by ourselves. We bought that just with me and maybe I think it was it could kind of consider it a joint venture with me and one other uh, money partner. That we bought it together. Nice, nice. Okay, and uh, so now you have. Uh, did you say five apartment projects? Um, no, we have a total of eleven. <clears throat> it's about five hundred and eighty uh, rental uh, apartment units. Gotcha. Okay, and so what? What uh, age 
bracket are you aiming for in your buy box? Um, you know, Vintage. in, in the beginning, I was just kind of seeing what's out there, right. Getting to know, but now that we've really focused, I think we're, we're focusing on really 19, 1980s and newer is kind of our buy box currently on most of our properties. I see. And, um, San Diego, I'm trying to remember, do you have air conditioning there? <laughs> Not much, we, right? we do, but not, I mean, not really. I mean, there's, it's kind of a, a, a commodity. It's not really been needed depending on where you're at in San Diego with the coastal breezes. Right, right. Well, yeah, and it's that's such a regional thing. Um, I'm in Florida where everybody really wants air conditioning. So Right. um, as far as, uh, well, so if you're built, buying in the 80s, then you're not having to deal with flat roofs much or some of those nuances that most people are really um, back and forth about, right? Yeah, I mean, it, we've had a mix, you know, especially with uh, everything we've done. We've had a mix of of different types, but I think we're trying to we've we've learned which ones are more a little more of a headache and a little more work. And we're trying to kind of focus on the ones that we know we could just really get in and out or get it stabilized a lot faster. True, true. That's right. You had the, the, um, yeah, you probably do have a lot of flat roofs there because of the uh, Spanish influence, right? Correct. <clears throat> Correct. yeah but you don't have the water we do here in florida Oh, very true. yeah so it's a problem here <laughs> so so when you're doing your renos uh your renovations usually are you getting into windows and and the heavy duty type renovation or are you trying to uh buy something that's more quick to turn around Um, on our apartments, um, we're trying to do, you know, quick renovations. We, we will do windows if needed, but we typically won't if they're in good condition. Um, you know, very, di very different than our fix and flips, right? Our fix and flips, we will change out the windows almost 90% of the time. Uh, with apartments, it just really goes to see what, you know, what's, what's typical in the area, right? What's, what's other apartments where they at? I mean, is it, are they functional? Are they working? Is it standard? So just kind of, Every every apartment building is case by case, and we're looking at everything to make our decision. And so with you being in five markets, you said that you do, before we came on the recording, um, have boots on the ground in all those places too. Want to touch on building teams, your approach, and how, you, how you've been able to do that? Yeah, well, we, you know, we expanded um, during COVID. We started going to other markets. I went from San Diego to Jacksonville, you know, almost across the country. And, and it really, it was a learning lesson and it's really about building teams. So we have, we're currently in five markets in Jacksonville, Tampa, um, Nashville and San Antonio and San Diego. And we have boots on the ground, every single market, you know, and it's, and it's something that we've noticed it's needed um, for it to work. And, and really just, you know, you're hiring people, getting to know people and it's, it's not easy, right? So, you know, sometimes you're, you're hiring and firing, but When you find those right people that you end up keeping, oh man, it's it's just amazing. It's day and night. It's almost you become unstoppable of what you can do with the right team. So it's some, you know, it's it's not easy. I can't make it seem like you're gonna hire the first person, it's gonna be perfect. Maybe it is, maybe it's not, but know that the good people are out there and 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 once you find them, it's just so valuable to to keep them happy and and grow with them, right? Um, and it's and that's what that's what's allowed us to grow so quickly and and uh throughout these markets that we're in. So how are you finding the people you want to actually do the renovations when you are in like a place across the country? Yeah, I mean, for our, you know, for our fix and flips in the markets that we're in, I mean, that's us, that's us, literally are my boots on the ground are meeting contractors left and right 
you know, doing their due diligence, um, even just trying to find them, right. You know, asking around and, and, uh, and, and once we find them, you know, give them a shot on the property and, and see how they do. And, and, uh, if they work out great, we keep using, if they don't, we move on to the next one. So, you, you don't have a method when you're dealing across the country. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, when we're, I mean, that's for our, and our other markets across, across the state, but like when we do apartments, um, uh, we work a lot with, the. Uh, the right property management companies. I can tell you that has been the biggest aha for us is making sure you have the right property management company. And a lot of these property management companies, they already have crews for you. So we don't actually have to go look for many, many crews ourselves because they already have them. So, you know, finding that right property management that already has those crews in the areas that you're in, you know, and just confirming pricing that has made it um, really easy for us. Uh, yeah, that's apartment. the secret sauce there, right? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. I'm I'm uh, pretty entrenched with the local apartment association here in Orlando, and then on a statewide level, and that carries into the national level. Right now is when a lot of legislative issues are going on. And last year, I was involved going up to Tallahassee and campaigning. They were trying to do rent controls here. I don't know if you were aware of that, but. So we were meeting with legislators and talking about how bad that would be. <laughs> right. And uh, so, and then that, so that was on the statewide level. And then after that, um, the national one uh, will be, it, it, it's again next month um, on the, on the DC <laughs> oh, wow. um, trips. But anyway, yeah, no, that's a, that's a, that's a really great thing. And, and not enough people really think about these uh, property management companies that are syndicators, in my opinion. Um, I think that uh, the management companies can be a lot of help. Um, so as far as um, the whole family mix, do you have your kids involved with doing some renovations too? You know, not necessarily, right? I mean, they're they're both in high school and and yeah. it's tough, right? They still got their teenage, you know, things they do. They play sports, they're, you know, with their friends. So I I kind of I try to balance it. I'm trying to do as much as if it were up to me, they'd be all in with the business. But you know, I, I want them to be kids. My son still plays video games and then he's running deals sometimes in the afternoon. So it's so cool to see the little bit of mix. Right now I have him really focused on looking for the deals, understanding the deals, understanding why they're good, understanding why we want to pass on certain deals. I think that's huge, right? Because sometimes people get excited and they'll buy something with the advice of someone else and not knowing, you know, that person is just trying to make a commission, sadly, sometimes and can you end up buying something that's that's not a good fit. That's not actually a moneymaker. So right. I'm trying to teach them that first. And then um, kind of the power of teams, you know, having having the same, same, same thing what I just said, right? Like even for them, are they really going to be go hitting the hammer across the United States on on the rental? No, they're going to hire the right people. But, you know, how, how do they find them? Right. Working with that right property management company, checking what your insurances are like and you know, make sure you're getting different quotes. Um, I think I'm. Uh, that's my main focus with them right now. And then as we get the deals when they were kids, they would go to the to see these properties all the time here in San Diego. Um, we'd literally go on Sundays and drive around and look at all our properties, whether fixed up or in the middle of it and go through the construction site and make them understand. So they've had a lot of history of it. And I think now they're getting to see, well, why do we even buy it? Right. What's the, what, why, why is this a good deal? And I think that's kind of their next uh, path right now. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so um, anything else you would like to add? No, I mean, I just think, you know, I, I share my story of, 
you know, kind of, again, pushing through. I just, if there's one person on here that is thinking about quitting, you know, in the middle of a, of a bad spot, maybe about a bad deal or or being involved in, in some type of project that they're not happy with, like, just, I just tell them, just keep pushing through. Real estate's an amazing um, avenue for, for, especially for passive income and, and for building your wealth. And so I just, it's, it's hard sometimes know that I've gone through it, even though, yes, we've, we've hit some great milestones, but it's, it's never easy, right? You just got to keep pushing through and align yourself with the right people to get there. Right. Now, I forgot to tell you, I always ask whoever I'm interviewing, if there was a personal, a pivotal person or event that happened to put you where you are today or where you're going. And so I ask you, is there a pivotal person or event that you would you would uh, identify? Yes. And I and first person that comes to mind is one of my investors. His name is Mike. And I've known him for years and we've become friends over the years. He's invested with us on hundreds of flips. And and I just I, I saw the way he invests in passive income and how how he enjoys life. And I think I think when I really got to meet him and we ended up becoming friends, hearing him tell me enjoy to enjoy life, not to forget to enjoy life. Well, we could work really hard. And I think a lot of us are, are go-getters and we work hard, but don't forget to enjoy life. And I think that's what's changed my projection. Um, he also gives back a lot. And so we've started giving back to two foundations over the last couple of years too. So um, the joy that that brings me and bringing my family into that, like we've gone to build some homes in Mexico for some uh, foundations and mission trips. And I think that's just changed um, the way we think, right? We're working hard to to live a great life, but we're also giving back. And I think that's that's uh, that was a pivotal moment for me, him sharing that with me and getting in my head of what's, what was my reasoning on really doing this and where's where's my end goal? Because you know, I feel sometimes how much, how much is enough is enough and money, making money, you know, I, it's, it's, it's kind of a, everyone has that their own answer for that. But for me, like I'm a frugal guy, like we, we live in a great spot and, and why not give back if we can, if we, if we can, right. you help some other people because we're so privileged and, and share it with others. So. Well, that's great. That's great. Okay. Well, Jesse, why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with you? Yeah, that'd be great. If anyone wants to reach out to us, they can, uh, you know, want to talk about what they can invest with us with and or bring us deals for our flips and or apartments. You just go to investwithjesse.com, um, set up a time with me or my team, and we'd love to talk to you and go over what we have available. Great. Okay. Well, thank you again. And we'll put all that in the show notes too. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you, Jeannie. Appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Pivot to Prosperity and found it informative, thought-provoking, maybe even pivotal. If you did, please subscribe, leave us a review. Your feedback means a lot to us and helps others discover the podcast. And don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram to find updated information about episodes, current events, and whatnot. Thank you again for being part of our podcast community. And remember, if you want to know when an investment opportunity is available, we need to have a conversation. So sign up in the show notes below or at PivotalRealEstateInvestments.com. Thank you.